G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. I wonder if you've realised that over the last few years there's been a great deal of interest in angels in the Western world. Any bookstore will have hundreds of books written by people claiming to either be some form of authority on angels or a messenger relaying a message from angels to us humans. Of course, the vast majority of these would not be written from a Christian or even a biblical viewpoint, but rather from speculation and perhaps a vivid imagination. What does the Bible, our authority, say about angels? Angels are mentioned frequently in the Bible, at least 100 times in the Old Testament and 175 times in the New Testament. We know that they are created beings, possibly created before humanity. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 tells us that these spiritual beings also serve humans who are inheriting salvation. Wow! These angels appear in human form, as in Abraham's visitor. We know they do not die, and they do not marry. From the information that we do have, we know that they are personal, intelligent, and able to communicate with humans. They have a will, and that they are separate from humanity. They are powerful, yet also finite. They are mighty, but not all mighty. We know there are large companies of angels, and they do not naturally increase unless God creates more. They are organized, and there are ranks of angels. For example, there's Michael the archangel, and his legion of angels. Cherubim are another class of angel. Their job was to protect, and their likenesses were also seen on the Ark of the Covenant, presumably to indicate their real but unseen presence. So what do they do? As the Greek word angelos means messenger, we know that they carry God's message in times such as at the birth of John the Baptist and, of course, Jesus. For Elijah, they provided food. For Daniel, they protected him from the lions and ministered to Jesus after the temptations in the wilderness. We also know that they are holy and that they praise and worship God. This is seen in their rejoicing at God's work, rejoicing in a sinner's conversion, and their rejoicing at the birth of Jesus. We know they watch over Christians and they carry out God's judgments. Daniel 10 to 12 would seem to suggest that they also guide nations, and the early chapters of the book of Revelation seems to indicate that churches have angels to watch over them. So that's good angels, but what about the fallen angels? At some point in time, some angels obviously chose to rebel against God. Their leader is Satan. Satan and these fallen angels are called wicked and evil. We know Satan and his demons know Jesus and his authority, and that they know their eternal fate is destruction and torment. At some point in time, 
Some angels obviously chose to rebel against God. Their leader we know is Satan, and these fallen angels are called wicked and evil. We also know them as demons. We also know that they know Jesus and his authority, and that they know their eternal fate is destruction and torment. Because of this knowledge, they want to take as many humans with them as possible. So they tempt humans to disobey God, possess people, and give inspiration to false teachers. So a question, how can we know the difference between good holy angels and the demons, the fallen angels? We listen to what they're telling us. If what they say is bringing all glory to God, then they are truly from God. For in all biblical accounts, they always give the glory to God. If they do not give the glory to God, then they cannot be from God. And now another question. If you were to see an angel, how would you react? Would you be afraid as the women at Jesus' tomb seemingly were when the angel told them about Jesus having risen from the dead? Would you bow to worship them as the apostle John endeavoured to do before the angel rebuked him and said, Don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets and with all who keep the words of this scroll. Worship God. We know from these and other Bible stories that humans have seen angels, though rarely. Jacob did so when on his way to meet Esau, as did those who witnessed Jesus' ascension. As angels are God's messengers, they must be listened to, as well as being allowed to serve and to minister. By practicing hospitality, particularly to those we don't know, we may also be unaware that we are entertaining angels, according to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. We know that angels are not to be worshipped, both according to Paul and to the angels themselves, as we heard from the Apostle John. Also, according to Paul, we will be judging angels. And then finally, the job of spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is not for angels. It is for us as Christians to do, following the command by Jesus in Matthew 20-28 and verse 18-20 to in what we call the Great Commission. God obviously thinks that this is a much more efficient and effective method than getting angels to do it. That method involves you. It involves you going to tell somebody else the glorious message of salvation through Jesus Christ alone, by faith alone. When was the last time you verbally told somebody else the gospel? That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.